0: Out. You sound good, dog. That's good. Man. I was over here trying to figure out why I couldn't hear nothing. Got yeah, plug the headphones just in.
1: Tweaking, bro. Tweaking. Hey, man, we gotta find an intro song. We do. We
0: will. But uh, welcome to another episode of Helping Homies Win, the podcast.
1: Tools to lift the generation, bro. Hey, I'm still new at this. I know. I I'm know. still hella I know. new at this. That's good. We gonna, get there, good. We're gonna, get, we're gonna get there though.
0: We gonna get there though. It's all set, man. I think we just had a. Um I just love how organic I feel like our episodes are. Yeah, and being able to speak about things that we deal with on a day-to-day basis. I think that that you mentioned this and I agree that that's the the the, the secret to the success behind shows like Insecure Atlanta is that they're able to capture real life moments,
1: right, and put it on TV. You know? Yeah, yeah, for sure, I man. I think like that's what we as viewers want to see. Mm. You know, we want to see our lives reflected on that screen. We want to see ourselves represented. We want to see stories that we relate to. Mm. And I think, and actually I have this conversation a lot with people dealing with film. Is like, you know, if I don't want to go see Ocean's 8 with a full female cast, I'm looked at as if I'm sexist or I don't, you know, support uh, women leads or something like that, when it may just be because I can't relate to those stories as well as I can relate to... uh, a Denzel Washington or Will Smith movie or whatever. We want to see ourselves on the screen. Mm -hmm. So that's why I think it's beautiful that, you know, we're getting more projects that are shedding light and and showing, you know, different demographics and different leads and different heroes. But I think it's really a situation where, you know, with what we do, we got to have honest conversations. We got to, you know, speak to the generation. We got to, like, you know, let them hear their voice.
0: Yeah, no doubt. I think um, a part of that is that we need to find something somewhere, somehow to identify with our stories. Because mm. I think that that gives us a, like a boost of confidence. You know, look at social media. I mean, we just talked, about, <laughs> just talked about that. But I, I, think, I think looking at social media, it's like we want to be able to have something that people can, can kind of praise and, and, and validate for ourselves, because that's what's going to help I don't want to say help us like that, but that, that, I feel like that's what, it, it gives us that little boost that we need throughout the day. You, yeah. know, you, put up a, you put up a post and you get you know whatever your ratio is, you get a high number of likes, you feel good about it. It's like, damn, yeah, I got a post that that's, that's doing well. As crazy as that sounds, it does something. If I post something up and I get my you know, 200 likes, I'm like, okay, this is a great post. Like, I feel good. People the saw scientists me. Scientists
1: are talking about that. They're talking about the endorphin <laughs> rushes that we're getting from getting likes and all this approval online.
0: I think the sad reality is that we recognize it, but we don't want to admit it. No. You know, like we know, we know, we know that it does something, but no one wants to say, "Yeah, I'm I'm influenced or affected by this thing on the internet that validates me." No one wants to say that. No. No one. You know, and I think that kind of brings us to, you know, like what is it that we're looking for? You know, do we have true happiness? Like, what are we looking for, dog? Like, like are we happy without it, or are we happy with it? Like, what? What does happiness look like in 2018?
1: That's a good question, man.
0: For real. Like what does happen? I mean, we just started the year, of course, but you know, we've transitioned and all the years past have kind of contributed to where we are today. All of us as people. But what does happiness really look like?
1: (sighs) It's a hard question to unravel, man. I remember the first time I was asked that question, man, it had me shook, bro. I was on a date. 2017, you know, toward the end, we're sitting in the car talking, and that question was posed to me, are you happy? And I really had to sit and think about it for a minute. And actually, You were
0: were asked, are you happy? Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, I was asked, are you happy? And, like, the question shook me, and I I sat and thought about it for a few days, really, because I didn't know. I didn't really know. Like, I knew I wasn't unhappy. That was a fact. But was I truly, truly happy? Um, And I know for me, one of my struggles has been Over identifying my happiness Or my truth in the work that I do So Explain that So for example as an actor If I'm not booking or if I don't get a bunch of auditions Or whatever if all of my Happiness or all of my truth or all of my life Is invested in this one thing When that's not going well who am I
0: Dang yeah
1: That's not good like you know what now
0: Is your your happiness
1: gone or are you not not Content Right. Man. And, And I feel like if If I'm over-identifying with my work, that means that I haven't put enough people, I haven't put enough beautiful things around me, you know, to make sure that I'm fulfilled. Because it shouldn't just come in the workspace. You know, I should be able to have a full life with other things, man. But I think a lot of times, man, us quote-unquote millennials... You know, I've been taught and conditioned that work is so paramount. You're supposed to work and work and all this stuff set up, you know, until you're like, you know, 40 and then you chill. Like, Why well, I got to wait till 40 to chill, bro. Man. I got to wait till 40 to be going on vacation to see the world. And Come on, bro.
0: And I think that's just the way things have been for so many years that that's all we know. And I think we're living in a time where things are changing. You know, we are able to travel now and have opportunities to do things that maybe the generations before us have never been able to do. So we're having different experiences. Our access to information is a lot different. So naturally, we're going to be exposed to things that I think have yet to be explored and to know the impact that it's having. So I think even in hearing you know, someone ask you, are you happy? It's like, well, how do you measure that? Mm-hmm. And I think for me in my life, you know, I have so many things that I could, quote, unquote, not be happy with. But at the end of the day... You know, I've shared this before, like at the end of the day, like I have peace. I'm content. I'm I'm grateful. And I think I've had situations in my life that have challenged what really matters. When I, you know, was in certain situations and felt like, man, everything is going well, you know, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I just got that. Like the things that I have, the things that I've gained, the positions that I've thinking that those are the things that make me valuable to others mm-hmm. would in turn make me feel valuable to myself. Talk about that. So, if other people can look on at me and feel like I'm doing well and kind of praise me and put me on a certain pedestal, then I'm doing well. But at the end of the day, I'm the one that has to deal with me. I'm the one that has to look in the mirror at myself and be like, am I content with what's what's going on?
1: So if you're meeting the expectations of others, that quantifies you as doing well.
0: I think at a time in my life, yeah. Hmm. But it wasn't conscious. It wasn't a conscious thing that I was doing. I think it was like, this is what matters to me and I just need to get it. Not taking the time to even realize if what it is I'm trying to get is even worth it. It's just like, this is what I want. I want to be accepted. I want to be validated by others. So I'm gonna Hmm. fight for it. I'm gonna do all the things I can oh, he's so involved, he's doing this, he's doing that. Oh, he just. Completed this, he just got that. You know, and I think that's kind of what we do on social media. Like we post up things that other people can praise, the things that we're doing, and it's like, well, what is that really for? Right. You know, and and is it truly valuable? And and I've been in situations, like I said, that have challenged that where the things that I thought were so valuable, the positions, basically could be taken away in that one second of an experience. And I realized, wait a minute, that don't even matter. So when those things are taken away, and I feel like I use my past experiences as, as reminders, like, yo, the stuff that I think I'm working for and I think that's so important really isn't as important as I think it is. Because you realize your, your, your fragility. Man,
1: yeah. You, yeah. Know, you realize that like literally, bro, we're all one decision, whether it's a decision made by us or somebody else, away from like losing it all, bro. Everything you fought for, everything you've worked for, all of that stuff is, is very, very, very... Um, much at jeopardy just in your day to day.
0: 100%. I, I feel like that also was, was loud in my life when, when I traveled to Uganda. Mm. Going over to Uganda, working in the maximum security prisons with individuals who were in there for so many different crimes um, murder, rape, just the things that we would just be like, oh my gosh, like I don't want to be around these people, you know? they just had a genuine peace about themselves. Like they, they, of course they, you know, would wish the situation, the circumstances were different, but they just had a natural level of like peace that I can't even really describe. I can't even put into words, even the, the locals, you know, the way they live in places that we would be like, y'all, I'm never doing that. Mm. They were doing it at peace yeah you know what I mean like there was still a genuine like happiness like that it, it was just natural just to them as people like I can't like i'm I'm struggling right now trying to explain how rich they were in 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 like the thing in the in their values how rich they were in their values you know because we look, we think about Africa as a whole and like oh they're poor and they're doing worse off than we are but how do we measure that we measure that by by what they have because we have nice homes and hot water all the time and, you know, the nicest clothes, like, that
1: means we're doing better than them? Uh, uh, David and Goliath um, by Malcolm Gladwell. It's a book called David and Goliath by Malcolm Gladwell. talks about people measure happiness based on people next to them or around them, right? We always compare ourselves to people in our field, in our lane, in our category, whatever that is. So as Americans we measure our happiness based on other Americans. Cubans recognize their happiness based on other Cubans, Africans, whatever, right? So they noticed, they found in studies that people in third world countries were by and large more happy because if you're poor and you're measuring your happiness by a bunch of other poor people, that's all you've ever seen, that's all you're around, you're doing okay. But it's only when, you know, you're poor or if you're unhappy and you're with a bunch of happy people, a bunch of people that have a lot, that you say, oh, well, you know, I don't have as much as they have, so I must be doing something wrong. You begin to look at yourself differently. So I think that's uh, It's very difficult now because, I mean, obviously, we have, you know, like you said, so much access to information that we look around and we get to see all of the best parts of everybody, you know, and time, I feel like. Is is shorter? Like it feels like time doesn't like you know you can post something one month and then another month post something else. Great, and that could be your only two posts. But for the person looking at it, it may look like man, like they're every day is fire. You know what I mean? It's like you forget about those weeks in between. But we we very much are looking at the people around us and saying, hey man, this is you know I should be happy or this is uh, what makes you happy. Man, we're chasing a dragon, bro.
0: That's good. I I think just you know in in what we've already discussed, I, I think a lot of that is dependent upon the external. I think that that's that's backwards. Mm. You know, and I think we hear this often, we see the post, you gotta find happiness within. You know, there's these deep, inspirational pieces that are sometimes hard to grasp. Yeah. And I think it comes back to what are your values? And I think that's a scary question to ask because it requires us to kind of step outside of ourselves to look inside ourselves. Mm we have to be willing to say, what do I really value? What's important to me? What do I stand on? And I think it's, it's a level of satisfaction. And I think we don't find satisfaction until we've set a goal and we've reached it and we have that moment of satisfaction. You know, If I say, yo, I'm gonna do this today and I do it, I'm a lot more, ha- I'm, I'm happier th- about that. Bro, You know Bro, I
1: read a tweet yesterday, man, and it said that if, um, if you're laying in bed depressed, get out of bed, take a hot shower, change the sheets, get back in bed. And notice how much happier you are for accomplishing something. Wow. I thought it was dope.
0: That's that's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. I think that that shows us or if anything tells us that happiness can be controlled.
1: Absolutely. We can control our happiness. Absolutely.
0: Which means we are in control of our happiness. Which means yeah. that as long as we have our minds set on the right things and the things that we value, we can put our – we can – Fake ourselves
1: into happiness, basically. It's not even faking yourself. Though. That's the. I mean, when we talk about the universal law of attraction and mm-hmm. just you know, you're getting back what you put out, right? If you think about, let's say, if you're in a relationship, if you call your girlfriend and say I love you, or boyfriend, or whatever, they're gonna say I love you back. Mm-hmm. Usually, they don't. Maybe issue, but anyway, that's another. That's another story. Oh, another <laughs> story. So, but you get out what you put. You, you you get back what you put out. Even you know, actually, you, skip, you know, skip relationships. Scratch that. Let's say. Um, one thing I often do, I, can, I I love to talk about this on here actually, is I like to go out into the world, man, and and do stuff for people just in my everyday life. So if I'm at Walmart, man, if I see like an old lady um, behind me, let's say she got socks and and applesauce and you know some diapers or something, whatever whatever the old lady was. Disrespectful, bro. Bro, I actually did that one time. That's what that's what that's what she had, bro. <laughs> So, you know, that's, I mean, I, mm-hmm. look, at, I look at it, I, I size it, I'm like, oh, man, that's about $13, $14, right? Yeah. I got $13 or $14 to spend. So I'm like, yo, I, like, if they're in front of me, I'll be like, hey, man, do you, you mind if I buy that? Or if they're behind me, I just let the cashier know, hey, I'm going to pay for this too. Yeah. And then one time it went bad. One time the dude like almost wanted to fight me because he thought I was taking it. Yeah, the dude, the dude looked, I'm like, I said, I'm going to buy that too. And he grabbed it and he was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> I was like, no, nah, man, I'm going to get it for you, bro. just to Man, you ain't got to do that. Bro, it's cool. It's been Merry Christmas, man. All right. Like, was. It <laughs> <laughs> was odd, bro, bro. I would love to see that recreated, dog. Like, as a bro, skip, I thought about bro. that as a skit, too, funny. when it happened. That's what's hilarious, I'm right? I'm going to buy
0: that, too. When giving back goes wrong. <laughs>
1: <laughs> bro, that that's me weak. That's good. But, yo, I, I like to do that, man. Just, um, it's really so. It's really small, man. You don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. I think that's the same. Whatever. Yeah. It's really small, though, but it's like. Finding small ways to, to do, man, buy a cup of coffee for somebody at Starbucks, yeah. right? The person behind you. Make sure it ain't somebody in the, in, in the, uh, in the office buying it for the whole team, right? Mm-hmm. But buy somebody a cup of coffee, man. Buy somebody a meal. Find some small thing to do, even if it's just once a month or every couple of weeks, man. And when I tell you, and it's a little scary, but when you, when you do it a couple of times, you'll be good with it. When I tell you how appreciative people are. Dude, I bought this dude the other day. You know, at uh, the 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 Walmart, or the street from your house. Mm. I went up there to get some get the groceries, and I bought him uh, uh, his, his cat cat food and like mm. paper towels. And like he was like, it was like six dollars. Dude was over the moon about it. Thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it. Man, oh, like smile on his face was wide. You know, and he seemed like, you know, like a kind of a nerdy, like you know, mm. alone kind of guy too. You know, based like if you know if, if you if you cast him in a movie, he would look like that, yeah. right? And you yeah, know, yeah, not yeah. trying to throw judgment, but. You know, he just seemed really appreciative, but you would, you, you would be surprised at how far that goes. And when you get that genuine reaction back from them, that makes you happy. That makes you feel better. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That makes you happy. And you don't go out like parading it, but yeah.
0: I mean, I think that's a beautiful thing because when you make those type of moves, you don't allow the other things that typically would get you down to get you down like that. You yeah. are putting yourself in a position to ensure your happiness is intact. Like I mentioned before, I have things in my life that aren't, you know, in tip-top shape. There goes that word again. We said this off air. <laughs> thought that was funny. But you know, things in my life that aren't in tip-top shape. But I still have things that are going on that I'm content about with. The things that I'm happy about, you know. And you know, I look back to often my experiences in Uganda, um, and just the joy that comes. Man, I can't from, wait
1: to unpack that, bro. Yeah. That man yeah. That, for both of us, bro. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Legit, legit. like I, I, I use a lot of my past experiences to kind of just level myself. When I feel myself getting bogged down and feeling low because of something that ultimately really shouldn't have that much power over my happiness, I got to realign. You know, my mom always said, you know, when you find yourself, you know, disappointed or down or whatever the case may be in a negative space, it's because you're taking your eyes off of God, you know? Mm. And, and, and for me, my faith has always been... Um, uh, best way I want to put it is out of the box. And one of the biggest things that I believe is that our lives are going to be according to our own faith. You know what I mean? Like I think everyone, my, my mentor always says, what is your raison d'etre, right? And it's basically what's your purpose, you know, because everything around us is ever changing. You know, the, the jobs we have, the people we're around, our friends, um, You know, the feelings, the place we live, how much money we make, all these things are changing. So, if you're, you're like, kind of like how you mentioned, if your happiness is tied to that one thing or multiple things, when those things change, then what? You gotta have a balance, you gotta have a purpose, you gotta have a bottom line. Without it, you're gonna be up and down just like the situations, the external things in your life.
1: And that's a fact, man. It's like, one thing I, I look at too is, I think. I think on a societal level, what's really important, man, is people. You know, I often think about God could have made one person, and it'd been good, bro. True. Right? But I feel like our experience is very much about the people that we find along the way on our journey, the people that we enlist, and the people that we help along the way, because I really believe that the relationships we have are suffering because of the age we live in. I don't think we really... Run that really back, run that back. I believe the world's about people, and I believe it's about the people that you enlist and the people that you pull, pull along on mm-hmm. this journey, the people that you meet and find on your journey. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's why there are so many people in the world, is because people need people, right? It's okay. like a supply and demand. Yes, yes, yes. sick to think about, right? I think
0: life is about relationships, so yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: So I think relationships today, all relationships are struggling because... Of the age we live in. And you know, I think that we don't really put the importance on our friends and our families. And we talked about this a little bit, you know, yeah. in the last podcast, man. Yeah. Like, I think, you know, we're looking for this. I often ask people, man, why, why do you need to make it? If you're an actor, why do you need to win an Oscar? If that's your goal, why do you need to, to, to be a movie star? Why do you need to be big? Why? Dang. And a lot of people can't answer that question, bro. Like when you, why? Oh, this is the most important. I gotta, I gotta, you know, I gotta be, you know, top of the cup. Why? 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 If you can't answer why, you don't need to do it. I'm not saying to stop, right? Still strive for whatever, man. Try to be great, man. I hunt it. But if you can't answer the question, why are you doing what you're doing? That means that it's not that important in the grand scheme. That's good. You know, with my baby girl, there's a lot of great whys. I'm doing that. That's legacy, man. That's the future. You know, I can, man, I can tell you the purpose I have with her. Oh, man I, can, man, I can do a whole podcast on that by myself, yo. I don't even need somebody to ask me questions, right? But that's a very clear relationship, very clear demand from my life, from that little girl and, and to the world, man. But when it comes to acting, like, I love it, bro. Like, I, I really love what I do. But at the same time, if I can't do it anymore for whatever reason, the world's not over for me. You know, and I think... We put too much stock sometimes in the stuff we do, and we don't even know why we're doing it.
0: Yeah, gotta have that purpose, man. I think um, the biggest takeaway is to ask yourself, are you happy? Are you happy? What's your bottom line? What are your values, and how do you bring your happiness to life?
1: Yeah, man. This is helping homies win. Tools for lifting a generation. We appreciate you listening, man. This is just a conversation between two homies, and pretty soon we're going to bring the homies on. Amen. Amen.
0: Hey, peace.